Episode 53, One Year Birthday Celebration. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hi, elite educators. This is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. And whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. I am here to empower you to reach your potential. And I call you elite because really, honestly, only someone that is elite would take time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast just like this to help hone their craft. Well, today we are celebrating Always a Lessons Empowering Educators podcast turning one year old by taking a look back on the journey and the impact that this podcast has had on educators around the globe. I normally start off by shouting out a thoughtful, kind review. Well, we can't celebrate the podcast's birthday without first thinking you. So today's shout out goes to all of you who have subscribed over the past year and really made this podcast what it is. Without you, we wouldn't be making the strong educational impact that our kiddos deserve. But every week, without fail, you tune in and you get empowered. And you're taking the lessons you're learning and applying it in your classrooms, in your school building, and it's just bettering all of those that are surrounded by you. And now everyone that you come into contact with is benefiting from the lessons we're learning and, of course, all the changes that we're making right now to just ensure we are best meeting the needs of everyone we're serving. You are the game changer. You're living out the truths shared on the Empowering Educators podcast every day and making a difference now and in the future. So I want to take a moment to just thank you. Because of you, the Empowering Educators podcast has made some noteworthy progress over this past year. So I want to take a moment to just step back and start from the beginning. So my story is I'm an elementary educator I was in the classroom for eight years, then ended up taking my leadership opportunities in with the new teacher project who I'd been working part-time with for a couple of years, and really just focusing on developing new teachers. And I have been doing that for over three years now, and during the process of being in the classroom, I had a blog, and I really loved everything that I was learning and kind of used it as a personal journal to just share what I've been doing. Didn't even care if nobody read it or if no one commented. It was really just a way for me to jot down and share my journey. Well, during the years working with the New Teacher Project, my new teachers stumbled across my blog, couldn't believe I was doing this, and read all that I had been up to and really found it beneficial. And I thought, well, there could be something to this, you know, sharing my journey to help somebody else. And I was realizing that our lives are just so crazy busy and my blog wasn't really gaining much traction. It, it actually kind of flatlined. And that was because no one had time to really read blogs anymore. Someone had mentioned something about podcasting and I had no idea what that was. And I'm not a techie person, so honestly, I wasn't very interested. But they mentioned blogging. 
And that got my attention, and they were mentioning how this is another platform to really help people who are busy on the go. And I thought, ding, 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 that is teachers. I mean, we don't have time to sit and read anymore. We get plenty of stuff we have to read. So being able to work out and listen to a podcast or clean the house and listen to a podcast or just drive to work and listen to a podcast is so convenient. And some people are like, ooh, I don't want to listen to educational podcasts. I do education all day. The last thing I want to do is think about it even more. But then there are those of you who tune in and say, I want to get better. I want to hear what's going on in other states around the nation and really just ensure my kids are receiving the best possible education. And it's because of you that I really decided, hey, I'm going to take my blog idea. I'm going to continue blogging, but I'm also going to have this platform of a podcast to be able to just ensure I continue reaching people. And holy cow, it has totally taken off. I mean, this is really where people want to learn is through the audio of doing it. And I've done a few webinars, and that is great too. But I really find the fact that you can plug this in whenever uh, is really helpful. So I joined Podcasters Paradise. It taught me everything I needed to know about podcasting. If you're interested in podcasting, please look that up and see if that's something that you want to join. But really, it walked me through equipment and how to set up an episode and things you talk about and really was just kind of like my 101 class uh, to what is podcasting. And from there, I met some other podcasters. They weren't in education, but we created this mastermind group to kind of be accountability partners and ensure we were doing things we were supposed to do. Did you create a logo this week? Did you have a website set up? Did you create an outline for your mission statement? And, you know, all these things that are required on the back end of a podcast because all of us wanted to add on to our business. It wasn't just a podcast for fun. Of course, if you're just going to create a podcast, you don't need all this stuff. But we, all three of us, wanted to make sure we were really adding to the business model. And then through that growth, I started connecting with educational podcasters, and that was cool. They were so much further down than me. They were like 100 episodes in when I joined, and they have just been so gracious to help me and and learning from them and seeing, you know, what their audience wants and how I can help my audience. And then now I'm in this groove where I just keep setting goals for myself of what it is I want to achieve, meaning what kind of content can I put out there that's really going to be helpful. And so every time I learn something new, I'm immediately sharing with you. I don't think there's a reason for me to have to wait. And as I learn something that may contradict something I've said before, of course I share that out. I mean, we are learners, lifelong learners, and that is what this is about, again, to just share my journey. So no longer just the blog, but also this podcast. And what I've loved through this past year through podcasting is opening up about my mistakes. That's really uncomfortable. I share it all the time with my new teachers because we've built that relationship and it feels safe. But I've never just thrown it out there on the airwaves and said, hey, this is something I did and I'm embarrassed about it, but now I know better. And I've really come to grips with uh, a lot of the things I wish I wouldn't have done as a teacher because I knew that I had the best of intentions. My heart was in the right place at the time. I just didn't know. A lot of it was being young. I didn't have a lot of professional experience. I also didn't have a lot of experience in front of a classroom those first couple years. So I was just kind of learning as things occurred. 
So through my research and reading books and collaborating with other educators and blogging and then podcasting, I have just learned immense amounts from everyone else and, of course, my own experiences, but most of all my mistakes. And I think the reason I am where I am and the reason that I want to help is because I have made mistakes. I think if I had a perfect track record, I wouldn't really have a voice because sometimes your pain speaks louder than the things that are going well. And it was kind of hard for me at first to just say, you know, anyone in this world can listen to me say I made a mistake and they could probably laugh at some of the mistakes I've made. But through this past year sharing, what really happened along my journey has really empowered me to continue being truthful with those that I'm meeting because I know you can relate to it and I can help you avoid the mistakes or I can help you realize you're normal. And so that has really been a sense of joy for me. And who would have thought facing your mistakes would actually bring you joy, but it has for me. And then just sharing advice with you that people have given me is, is such a blessing to pay it forward. I don't want to be the keeper of all the secrets. There is no reason that I should benefit from someone's knowledge and no one else. I mean, we got to spread it like wildfire. So anything you learn on the show, I hope you share it with somebody and allow them to grow along with you. But most of all, I have really enjoyed connecting with you. I love the emails that come in. Obviously, really appreciate the ratings and reviews. But I enjoy that you're connecting with the material and sharing it out on social media and grabbing the freebies that I'm giving away to you and really just saying, this is helping me. And I'm touched every time someone says, hey, I just tuned in to blank blank episode. I can't tell you what it's done for me. And I think, oh my gosh, like this is really happening. I just can't pretend people listen. Like they really listen and apply what's happening. And that is so cool. It's like when you're in front of your kids and you teach them something, and you know you've done it, and then one day they just turn around and surprise you, and they implement whatever it is you just taught, and you're like, yes, <laughs> that's so great. And so being a podcaster, is, sometimes it's a little bit more delayed, but when you do take a moment to reach out and connect with me, it's cool. It's like I get to see your aha moment and see how what I'm sharing with you is a blessing, and it reminds me who's blessed me to be able to bless you, and it's just a really cool connection that we all share. So now that we have gotten filled up on where it all began, I want to pull back the curtain and see the fruit of our labors because a lot of cool things have happened this past year, including some milestones. So we hit 50 episodes. Holy cow, could I really talk that long and that much? I'm approaching 9,000 total downloads. Holy cow, that is crazy. We've got over 120 thoughtful, caring reviews. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being so gracious and letting me know, you know, what you like. I've appeared on nine other podcasts, which are pretty cool, not all education. So I love to be able to share what we're learning and what we're doing with other people. And a lot of business people have said to me, you know, a lot of your concepts that you talk about on your podcast or that you're sharing with me today really apply to other areas. And I'm like, yes, I mean, a lot of what we're talking about is life. I just happen to use the lens of education to talk about it. So I've been blessed to be able to use someone else's platform to continue sharing all the wonderful things that are happening in education. 
I've also been able to interview nine amazing educators. I try and do that once a month, and I've got so many in the queue that are just itching to get on here, many of who are my mentors and folks I look up to. But if you've been listening for a while now and you're like, I've got something to say, I'm on fire for something in education, Gretchen, I've got to get on your show, then just email me, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com, and I will fit you in because I would love for other listeners to hear your perspective. I was invited to be part of the Edgy Podcast Network, which is so cool. If you haven't gone on to that web address, make sure you do. You can find tons of other educational podcasts to listen to and follow. I was rated number four in the new and noteworthy category for K-12 education on iTunes. That was probably my most favorite accomplishment until today. I got an email that I was rated one of the top 36 educational podcasts that are focused on energizing your teaching. Uh, I was listed as number 22, and I'm so thankful that someone out there nominated me to be part of this special list of educational podcasts. And I didn't realize how many educational podcasts are out there, but holy gosh, there are a ton. So to be able to make a certain specific list is cool, but I really love the list I made being about energizing your teaching because, as you know, that is what I'm all about is providing you empowerment to stay in education and really leave your mark because you have a lot of greatness inside you. And sometimes we can lose sight of that with all the logistics and some of the negativity that's out there right now. So if you want to see those other 36, well, other 35, because you already know number 22, go to fusionyearbooks.com. So fusion, F-U-S-I-O-N, fusionyearbooks.com. There will be a blog there, and you'll see it just named Educational Podcast. So it's pretty easy to find, fusionyearbooks.com. So now I thought it would be fun before we close out today is to just recap the top five most popular episodes from this past year. It was really fun for me to go back in my data and look at the graphs and say, okay, what did the listeners really like? Because I, of course, have my favorite episodes. And I can't say that many of them made it in this top five, but that's okay. And I'm glad that I make sure that I try and listen to what's happening in my life and bring it to you as it's happening and listen to what someone has told me they want to learn more about. And I produce an episode because it really shows that every time that I'm open and listening, that I produce something and you guys love it. So let's go through. So number five was the episode Nuts and Bolts of Effective Classroom Management. And to jog your memory, that was about multitasking and students having their own learning needs and just heavy demands on districts. And sometimes we just feel like we're herding cats and putting on a three-ring circus. But the secret was to having classroom management to really ensure that you are being effective, even though you have all these other craziness things happening around you. And so through this episode, I really helped you free up mental space so that you could have some engaging lessons and then also have your class operate on autopilot. So some of the quotables, I always put that in my show notes. If you haven't ever looked at that on my website per podcast episode, I give you a quick summary of what the episode is and then give you some quotables, which are like one-liners from the episode that are really powerful. And so some from this episode was every movement needs a system with a purpose. And we dug into making sure that everything we do has a purpose. 
Uh, also, what's the safest, most efficient way to get from point A to point B? So we talked about mapping out where students are actually going to be walking and transitioning. Where students are idle, that's where behavior crops up. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Get a timer was something I think I said throughout the whole episode. And then lastly, check for understanding is by far a game changer in my classroom management. That was number five, the nuts and bolts of effective classroom management. So the number four most popular podcast episode was Get Better by Doing Different. And I talked about how the summer is a great time to unwind, but really also allow you to plan ahead and make sure that you're learning something new and trying new things so that you don't lose your spark. And in order for you to reach your potential, you have to help your kids do the same. And so we talked about, so some of the quotables here is we talked about, we owe it to ourselves and our kids to continue to get better at our craft. We said, use the summer break to get better. And we also said, part of being a great teacher is connecting with kids. The number three top podcast episode was The Peak and the Pit. This was one of my favorites. We talked about life being full of highs and lows, which are your peaks and your pits, and how some of these obstacles really actually make a difference in our success. And so we had to learn how to use those low moments, those pits, to reach higher peaks. And man, this had a couple good quotables. Have your pit turn into a peak. Use your pain to help someone else. Peaks are worth celebrating, and so are pits. Pits formulate your character and humility. Pits make the peak worthwhile. And pits have the pain, and peaks have the pleasure. So that was one of my favorite episodes because I know a lot of my own pain has actually led to a lot of my accomplishments. And sometimes you just got to embrace when you're in that muck so that you can really get to that high peak. Getting close now. Number two, the most popular podcast episode from the first year of the Empowering Educators podcast was Hone In for survival. This one keeps coming up in social media a ton. Um, And so I'm glad it did. But we talked about it just being so overwhelming as an educator and all the requirements. And again, I bring up that three ring circus and, you know, can't even keep the plates in the air. But creating simple systems to really just hone in on whatever the urgent matters are today to ensure that you're, you're giving your best without getting exhausted. So I think this was a truly applicable episode, especially around testing time and and review time before testing. And so three quotables stood out to me. You know, you're standing under a waterfall with a Dixie cup. (laughs) And that makes me laugh. One of my managers had told me that um, when we are training new teachers and that's how overwhelmed they felt is like all this information and techniques were given to them and they just couldn't even take it all in. It was way too much. So I love that analogy. Two more quotables. I'm in charge of today. Tomorrow has not yet come. Man, that could really free you up, right? Just staying in the moment and not looking at that to-do list or your calendar because that will derail you emotionally. And if you can't do day-to-day well, you can't do long-term well. Ooh, preach. That's good. And so the final most popular podcast episode this past year was the bonus edition with my bestie, Melissa Emler. I can't even believe this was number one. I mean, it was a great show, but she and I always joke, God, we talk a lot. (laughs) 
both being educators and edupreneurs, we just had so much to share. But I think you guys really liked hearing those two things come together. And of course, when people are real life good friends, you like to just listen into their conversation. Um, and so she talked a ton about write about. Uh, these are some of the programs that she talked about. She also did class craft. We talked about Imagine Easy, Document EDU, Kahoot, Class Kick. And one of her favorite sayings is hug what you have and reach for what you don't. So really embracing what your school has or what your classroom has, but then also figuring out ways to get what it is that you need. Uh, she really released a knowledge bomb here is saying the rabbit holes are where the real learning happens. And that's those teachable moments. You can't be afraid to deviate from your lesson plan because sometimes that's where the light bulbs click and you can't be afraid to go down the rabbit hole. So I'm so glad she brought that up. We also talked about ed camps. So she said, vote with your feet, meaning that you can just get up out of a session that you're learning. If you've heard enough or you're ready to go to a new session and no one can take offense to that because everyone's in a different part of their journey and you felt like you got what you needed or you wanted to go hear another part and that's totally fine. Well, there you have it. Those are the top five most popular podcast episodes from my first birthday with Empowering Educators podcast. So I'm excited to continue this journey and see what episodes you fall in love with at the second year birthday next year. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on celebrating the Always the Lessons Empowering Educators podcast first birthday. All thanks to, of course, you. Now go out and be great because we have accomplished a lot this year and have even more amazing things to accomplish in this year ahead. You have just been empowered. This podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details. (laughs) 